Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Well, hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. And this month we're doing a very special series all about strong, empowering women and all to do with International Women's Day. So my wonderful guest that I have on with me this evening is a lady that's been a guest before on the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. I am speaking to Beata Bikowska. I have spelt that. I have pronounced that right. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Thank you. I'm learning. Uh, Now, Beata is such an inspirational lady. She knows her stuff inside and out. And before I get her to tell us her story, I'm going to take from her Facebook profile, because all of the wonderful ladies I'm using, either LinkedIn or Facebook profiles. Now, Beata is a coach a personal brand creator and a well-being strategist but something I also want to read is really what you have the image you have and the quote you have on your profile says you don't inspire others by being perfect you inspire them by how you deal with your imperfections and I think that is absolutely wonderful so welcome Viata. thank you so thank much you. thank you thank you <laughs> Thank you. I'm really pleased to be here with you again. Thank you so much for the invitation. Thank you. I was so looking forward to this because you are inspirational and the messages you have and you describe things so clearly. So without further ado, I'm going to jump in. Can you give us an idea of your story, your career to date, the path you've took? So no matter what age of the listener it could be someone that's already listening to the podcast or I say to someone who is listening and you've got a young woman that's just going through school and isn't sure please share if you feel it's going to resonate please share these podcast episodes with those young ladies because hopefully we can inspire them so Beata can you share with us yes of course yes with a pleasure gosh so I have to go back to years and years ago but it's still nice memories but of course, I had a moment when, when I felt insecure, because of course that you know life it's not uh, pink, yeah. and we have uh, all of us we have like, barriers to overcome. So yes, my first job, and I'm I'm to start with, I'm a wife, I'm a mum, and I'm a grandmother to lovely two grandchildren now, <laughs> and as a young qualified nurse. Uh, Oh, gosh, yes, my first job, I just felt like that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. That was nursing was my passion. And when I saw people like living hospital, uh, it, it, it was just a pleasure. I couldn't really, I can't really you know, describe the happiness which I felt, but um, never before. Uh, and I have been here in England for 15 years now. So before, or like many years ago, I never saw a hoist. So as a young 20 years old nurse, 
part of my duty or my responsibilities was lifting. So to lift people, that was, I know it's not allowed right now, but that was the way how to look after people, to care after them, to move them, to lift them. And unfortunately, I damaged my back because of the heavy lifting. And of course, I felt like my life, it's over. And uh, I couldn't imagine myself to doing nursing job without being able to lift yeah. or to, to really to support people as much as I could. And I was young with two little children and I just felt like, you know what, I don't know. And it was like big, big life crisis for me because seriously, I just couldn't imagine like where I will go, what I will do. I, it, it was just like nothing, nothing ahead of me. But of course, as you can imagine, you have to shut one door to get the, another open. So I moved to from like neurology world, which was quite heavy, uh, to addiction, working on with addictions. And I just felt like, gosh, what I'm going to do here? Because it was more therapeutic work. So it wasn't, the nursing was completely different. So my role was very important, mostly like night shifts or uh, weekends, bank holidays, or when the, the, the psychotherapist, psychologist left and I was there to support my clients. And of course, the whole, you know, the, the, the hours spending with them, I just felt like I know the body, but now I know the soul. And I just felt it's even more, it's even better. And I can still do what I really love to do. I can still support people, but in different ways. I don't need to lift them, physically lift them or to, you know, to give them inject, provide injection. I can still support them in different ways. So the reason for, uh, for addiction or what's happened in their life, it was so important for me really to underpin like, we all have moments in our lives, like, I don't want to say like we can lose ourselves, but something significant could happen and we really don't know what's going, how, we, how we will react. And as you know, sometimes because of stress, trauma, lots of uh, life events, people choose to self-medicate. So yeah. of course they will, they will grab alcohol, drugs and the gambling as a way of um, managing their emotions, looking for something different. And then I, when I, I, I had the opportunity really to listen to all the stories. And of course, I was aware of the addiction, uh, the process, but I was like, it's still not enough. I was like, I want to help them more. And as a nurse, of course, I was, uh, the way how I uh, used to work, it was like, I know I will do it for you because that was, the nursing, it's always doing for people. But since then, my view or the way how I support people went completely different. I was like, I know what yeah. you need. And I know you're an expert of your life. You know what you need. And I'm going to assist you. I'm going to, to really, I will support you to overcome the storm. Yeah. I'm going through it with you. I'm on your side, but I'm not going to do it for you. Yeah. Because it's more meaningful and we all have special powers. Seriously, I think it's special power. It's really like the internal assets. Like we can turn our limitation into our power. Yeah. 
Yeah. So then the idea of social work was born. <laughs> and yes, I became a social worker and working with mental health because that was in mental health. I just felt, yeah, it was just, I can't really, it's, it's still me. It's still me. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think because like the well-being and really the well-being from my perspective, it's not just physical health. It's really the well-being for me. It's it's completely different view because it's like, yes, it's physical health. Yes, it's mental health. Yes, it's our environment, which is having impact on our lives as well. Uh, our passion, uh, our self-esteem, our relationship, the, it's a lot. So this is why I choose even more. Uh, I choose coaching uh, to really support people to achieve their personal and professional goals faster and more effectively uh, by defining the, the, the area which is most important in their personal and professional life. Because we can say like, oh, from in my opinion, you should do this and that. But of course, we don't know what's going on in people's life. Yeah. So they need to choose the area which is the most important and critical and they need to deal with it right now. And small changes in one area could make big, big, like small steps could make a big changes in people's life. Uh, so during the coaching work as well uh, and being a social worker, I noticed like lots of people thinking especially us women, uh, yes, we are good, but not always good enough. It's always something like, oh, yes, maybe I should move on my career ladder or maybe I should change the world. But of course, everything, it's more about creating huge anxiety. It's because what they will say, am I good enough? How about my knowledge? How about my skills? And the list, it's that big. But uh, now I know, like, we are, all of us, we represent brand, one brand, brand you, like, or brand me. Because we've got everything in us. You, it doesn't matter if you are 20 years old, 40, 60, 80, you've got your values which I think that's for me, of course, my values are the main drive of my actions, my yeah. life. Uh, and we've got knowledge, we've got skills. And yes, as a mom, as a partner, as, as a grandmother, as a worker, employee, employer, business owner, you are the brand which you are creating. So it's so important really to be visible, to let people know where you are, where they can find you and how you can assist them. It doesn't mean to do it for them, but to do it with them. And if people could really learn from your mistakes, because we are all imperfect, I'm always saying like, you know, instead to be perfect, be perfectly imperfect. That's better because perfectionists could kill us. <laughs> That's the truth. So it's, and it's very important to allow ourselves to say like, yes, it's only one me. And sometimes I'm working with clients like uh, before interviews. It's like, gosh, it will be like few people, the same questions, why they should choose me. Yeah. And I was like, because you are different. And even they will ask the same questions, you will, you've got different way. You've got yeah. a different experience, different knowledge. And it's something special in you. 
And if they need you, they will find you. But you have to let them know you are there. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is so wonderful. And it's something when you say about that and with brand, mm-hmm. often you get people that are disjointed. They will say they think they have worked out what their brand is and then they talk to you about what their vision is and it doesn't fit with the brand and then I'd almost want to go back and say you need to readdress what your brand is because you haven't fully understood yes exactly because sometimes people think like brand it's a logo oh it's a picture but brand it's really the authentic way uh, to show your personality and to to really to um to present you as an expert in your field. Yeah. So, and it needs to be authentic because if that's not you, everyone will notice. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm not an actor. I'm not a singer. So if I will pretend like I can sing or, or <laughs> people will notice because it would be obvious that it's mm-hmm. not, that's not right. And sometimes people think like brand, that's the word belongs to like big companies, um, Adidas or KFC or, or any other, it's just, it must be very, very big, but you are the brand. You are, yes, so it doesn't matter how, you know, you are still big, big for your family, big for your friends, big for your community. So, yes, you are your brand. It's it's almost a personification of an ideology. You have that idea and you personify that idea in your authentic self. And that's what your brand becomes. But like you say, so many people, especially in this current with this lockdown and all mm-hmm. the weirdness, you see people shouting about something on a social network and you try and copy that. You think that's what your brand should be. And it isn't. You and every one of us are individual and special in our own way. And all the time we try and copy someone else, you're not authentic. And that shows and people don't engage with you and you could lose a sale. You could lose building your brand because you haven't got it right because you've tried to copy. And trust and trust. I think the most important thing it's trust, because if you, you know, you can lose money and you can get money back but once the trust it's gone everything it's gone that's for me and especially now as you mentioned the social media create really like picture perfect image like you know fantastic relationship amazing houses career everything works perfectly Mm, really yes exactly and this is where it almost touches on the well-being side yeah but yes, maybe. so it's like, like really, I know, you know, we have to, we, we, all of us, we've got different rules in our lives and we will put the mask on. Yeah. And of course, because I will probably behave, not behave, it's, that's how it works. If you're at work, you know, we've got the professional mask on. Yeah. And all of us, we have to really, we carry like the huge responsibilities dependent of the rule as yeah well as what it's hidden behind the mask yes stress unresolved conflict physical and mental health difficulties uh, financial crisis relationship lots lots and and lots and most importantly our emotions which are really impacting on our everyday life professional and yeah. or personal or professional so that i think that's that's the best 
that's the way you, you, we can pretend for as long as we want to, but one day the mask will fall from, you know, <laughs> yes, and the real you will appear. So where is the point to hide or to create your image or your brand based on someone if, it, if that's not you, or even you don't know if their life is perfect because it's just created to be perfect. Yeah. And of course, you know, the, the media will show us everything what we want to see. They wouldn't tell us like, oh gosh, of course, uh, how many nights the people work, like overwork to have, the, to achieve their goals or, you know, the, the Nothing is for free. You have to work on it, of course. And yes, people think like, yes, just create fantastic page, like website or fantastic page on social media and everything will be done. It's not. It's about you, how you communicate with people. You have to find a way to communicate with with people. Uh, You have to really show them why they should choose you. And as you mentioned about the mission and vision, that's very important because uh, we all have different mission and different vision. And if I can invite you to my vision, if I will find the way to communicate with you and to say, look, that's the vision. I want you to be happy like me. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect all the time. Yeah. So, Yes. <laughs> it's, and this, well, you know, this is, I got on my high horse about this because I feel very strongly about that because I work in social media. And when we look at the younger generations, they have grown up. We've probably got two generations now that have grown up using social media from a young age and mm-hmm. it's almost second nature. But then you see youngsters that are being bullied because they don't get enough likes on a post. Yeah, exactly. And, I'm the first to say, yes, I've got a large network, but it doesn't matter if one post you put out connects with one person and that person becomes your client, your customer, your friend. Or if you can make the change, if if you can inspire them, that's even more than 100 likes. And uh, during my research, what, what I found as well, or what I met few people on my way and what I was told as well. And I completely agree. We've got on social media, you've got the like 90% will observe you, but they wouldn't even let you know. They know what are you doing. No likes, no comments, nothing, but they know everything. They know every single post. Then you will get the 9% went, okay, they, you know, now and then they they will connect with you, maybe with the like or something. Then it's only the 1% which will really like your post, will comment, comment your post, will connect with you. That's how social media works. So we shouldn't really, that, that's, that's the, exactly, that's the pressure on people like, I need so many likes. I need so many this of this. Seriously. Just one person, if you can inspire or you can support, it's worth more than 100 likes. And it is, I mean, you've got how many people now live their life 
through their phones and they mm-hmm. they can't have a meal. When they sit down to a meal, they take a photograph of it first and then share it. And people think, oh, they're geniuses. They can do all this. They don't tell you all the bits that's gone in the bin because they've tried three times and it hasn't worked. Yes. And, but you see, this is where we get a false mm-hmm. representation on the likes of social media because people think that what people are sharing that's perfection and they're like that all the time Mm -hmm. they don't share when they're crying and they're really down and like with the lockdown I can remember being terrified when we first went into lockdown thinking I was going to catch covid it was good and it was going to be there we were and that I might die and it terrified me I got a cold. I hadn't left the house and I got a cold. And as soon as I sneezed, I thought, have I caught something? Have I caught something? Where have I caught it from? And it is, it's all this paranoia that people aren't sharing and you just learn mm-hmm. to live with things and it's coping mechanisms. Yes, exactly. It's it's that. really like the dealing with unknown, it's worse than um, helplessness because you know the situation and you know it's not going to be better but you are okay with it, with it. It's just because you know how it is. Yeah. So with the COVID situation, it's like dealing with unknown. So it's more complicated because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Even we don't know what's going to happen in next few minutes. Another news, another, you know, we've got different COVID viruses now. They call them, uh, I know I read something yesterday about like Brazilian virus Mm -hmm. which it's more so we really don't know we don't know and the big question it's about like really it's this going to finish stop one day again we don't know but what we know what we have inside yeah so you've got your knowledge you've got your skills you've got your values just use them just focus on the possible on the positive side like you know what maybe life it's not perfect I'm not perfect and nobody is perfect. Everyone, we all have good and bad days. And yes, maybe I'm good with something, but not really. It's like IT. I can tell you straight away, um, gosh, give me pen and paper and I'm always happy. <laughs> but now we've got the digital world. So I'm joking, of course, but that's, yes, just allow yourself to, to have good and bad days and allow yourself to not to be perfect because that's the beauty of you. Yeah. And that's, that's the reason why we need each other. That's yeah. why we need to learn more. If you don't know, just try. Do some research. Ask people, like, uh, if you want to achieve something, just do it. Just go and search who can help you. I do remember when I moved here, uh, that was 15 years ago, and I just felt like, oh, my God, okay. Of course, I learned English before, but that was completely different English. <laughs> so, as you know, learning in different country, it's always different. Yes, and uh, yes, and my life, I just felt like I started again from scratch. Seriously, from scratch, like um, working as a car assistant as well. Even I had all my qualification, but it was a process. It's a process was a process to build up or to get the rec- the recognition and now um i can say yes it's me and that's my brand and each time if uh, i meet people from my even like the last 50, the pa- the past 15 years i've got good connection and i think that's because of my brand which i'm going to say it light <laughs> really uh, loud it's my brand because that's how i am 
and you are you, you do you inspire everyone i know i mean we've connected quite often now and when we've had these different discussions i always take something away and it's you instill that confidence in people the way you explain things the way you describe things it's easy it's for everyone to understand and you go away you think yeah i have learned i'm going to put that into into place i'm going to implement that and it's almost when you said about the different things it's almost you've learned to pivot that you see something sort of you have something different that comes into your life like we've said about lockdown mm-hmm. you automatically know those coping mechanisms you know what you need to do and you will pivot accordingly to move your brand to move yourself and your vision on to fit this new norm yes yes as i mentioned like before it was just like pen and paper and i was so happy and computer yes okay just to use it was really more to connect with my family in poland or in germany or just to connect with people it wasn't as a business but now it's march another march another march (laughs) because last year um, in march i was like okay just probably a few weeks everything will go back to normal and it's a year and we are still here and yes i can use computer i can yes connect with people i'm on social media it's just really i think it's about like we have to trust ourselves yeah to take small steps and if it's not okay today don't give up try again tomorrow it doesn't need to be perfect just every day a little bit a little bit yeah add to your skills add to your knowledge and you will do it yeah and is it's just that is it's being brave to take that first step that first jump and it doesn't have to be perfect when you start and we say again all the digital things if it isn't perfect you can edit it you can change it that as as your brand grows, as your vision grows, you can change the wording slightly. You can maybe look at certain posts you've done and one post with a certain wording or a certain image is more effective than a different one. So you learn from that. And then when you do your next post, you'll know the type of image to use. And it's all exactly. trial exactly. and error. Yes, yes. And and it's not perfect. And we it's we should, no one really should wait for the perfect time because the perfect time never, you know, you can wait all your life and <laughs> that's how it works. And this is why I just felt like, uh, like working as a nurse, you know, that was the accident which took my journey on different, took me on different path, really my journey. And uh, probably I will never change. I will be still working as a, you know, frontline nurse, but step step by step yeah Yeah. and I know it wasn't perfect at the beginning and maybe it's not perfect right now uh, English it's my second language and I'm not going to lie that was always my uh, low point like oh gosh because of my accent oh because of my grammar I think that's the beauty that's my beauty if I'm going to say something with my accent, that's me. <laughs> you know, that's me. <laughs> and this is what I love because that, once again, you are inspirational because I don't know any other languages. I took French at school and I failed it twice. I got a higher grade the second mm-hmm. time, but basically it told me, no, languages are not <laughs> your thing. And the fact that you can master two languages 
I I'd have to resort to my phone and translation and a photograph and pointing and that for that I'm mortified and yet you have achieved so much and for that that's where I say to you you inspire me every time I meet you and every time we talk thank you and yes this is why I was like you know I'm perfectly imperfect because yes I make mistakes yes my grammar it's not always perfect but if people want to connect with me and if they want to listen they will yeah yes so I'm not exactly and even some I know uh, and I'm glad when someone is telling me like you know what that's the little mistake and I can say Thank you. That's a lesson for me. Sometimes you can't really, it's so difficult, yes, mm. to create like big post or, or maybe to write something and to not to make mistakes. Even if you're native language, we, yeah. all, we all make mistakes. So it doesn't matter where you are. Just try, just try. And yeah, people will always criticize us. That's normal. So if they wouldn't, that will be something wrong. <laughs> but of course, again, that's our power. What we're going to do with those feelings? I know it's not nice, but I'm always saying, like, you know what? If you are in envir- in the community or environment, like it doesn't serve you, just move on. Yeah. And I know people are scared of, like, oh gosh, if I will, uh, if I wouldn't connect with my friends, even if they are not really helpful. I will, I will be on my own. No, it's so many people ahead waiting for you and more than happy to assist you. It's, again, just the first step. This is why I'm working with people and I'm not doing for people because I can't push people. They need to make their own decisions because they are the, the experts of their lives. Oh, this is what I love. And when you say about that criticism, if someone criticizes me, I celebrate it because I see <laughs> that I'm achieving. And quite often when someone lashes out like that, it's because they almost feel inferior to what you're doing and they feel they have to justify it. So that's mm-hmm. why if someone says something to me that maybe isn't that nice or they put me down for something, I think, thank you. Thank you, because that shows... Thank you for the recognition. <laughs> exactly. And I know it's wrong, but it's a way of catching things. And I do... if. If there's something that's getting me down, I will catch it. I will flip it and turn it on its head. And that's what I am so used to doing now. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you in a positive frame of mind. And if there are young women listening, if you can learn that at a young age, and know it would set you in such good stead. Yes, you know? definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's just take step back and just to reflect on what's happened. It's yeah. really just... Take you, you know, allow yourself to think about it and to learn from it. Yeah, maybe wasn't perfect, and that's fine. But you, you know more now than before. You know that wasn't good way. It wasn't correct or something. That's fantastic. That's that's okay. It's better to move on step by step instead to stay in the same place and to be not happy. Oh, this is it's wonderful. And I so agree. And it's always where you say about moving on. I will set my goals as high as I possibly can. And I've done that all my life. I will aim for the stars and further, because if I don't reach those stars and I just miss them, I'm going to be a damn sight further than if I didn't set those goals in the first place. And I will go and I 
I'm probably one of the most competitive people I know. I mean, you've known me well enough <laughs> to know if I do something this year, next year I will want, if I do the same thing, I want to do it better or I want to achieve more because that's the way I set in my life that that's my way of improving and going forwards. And that's the best way because, you know, every day we learn. Yeah. And it's even with, you know, your practice or my practice, every day it's different. And that's normal to say, you know what, I tried this. I'm not sure if I like it. Maybe I should leave and to move to something different. Or maybe because I'm not really good at or, you know, I'm not like IT guru or something, I can ask people to assist me or can delegate some work. And it's okay to try something to say that's not for me instead to listen all the voices, to to really focus on all those voices telling you like, that's not for you. How they will know it's not for you? If you never try, you never know. Of course, I'm not telling you to try the, the extreme or to take extreme risk. But that's the way how we learn. Yeah. It, 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 it's okay to go to try something, then after to say like, yeah, I'm going to master it. And uh, instead to say, no, that's not for me because I don't know, maybe my parents told me or maybe the teachers. So that's, they really don't know. And it wasn't the uh, bad intention. It's just, it was the way how they grow up as well because they teachers and they parents told them the same so the world it's a bit different so if uh, when I finish my school and if some <laughs> if I will be told like in years <laughs> you're going to work as a social worker as a brand creator coach and well-being strategist I will I will say like what are you talking about that's fantastic film but that's not my reality (laughs) so never say never and try test it that's the best way of learning oh definitely I love that I love that I'm going to turn this towards International Women's Day itself and every year they have a theme and this year the theme is choose to challenge what would you say that means to you every day it's a challenge life it's a challenge every minute of my life it's challenge so just deal with it yeah oh yes I love that because (laughs) for me I think I I will challenge myself and I will challenge I wouldn't say I challenge society or something. Mm-hmm. But if, if there's a stereotype that I don't necessarily feel fits me, I would look at ways that I could stand out that would almost... Yes, yes. I will definitely me. challenge what doesn't serve me and what it's against my values. So if I don't like it, I don't like it. And I will challenge, of course. Mm-hmm. But as the life, it's unpredictable right now. So I will say like, I will change, I will challenge, you know, every day right now. And it's okay to not to be okay. It's okay to have a good, bad days. And that's the way how we should move on. Definitely. I I love that. And it is if we challenge ourselves every day. Yes, challenge yourself every day. And if you want to see changes around you, start with yourself. Because, you know, if you want to see changes, be one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say to say, the 18-year-old Beata, what would you say to her 
for her future, what advice would you give her? Oh, (laughs) I would say, you know, the world doesn't got borders. And people are lovely around the world. They just need to hear you. They just need to meet you. And they need, they just need to know your value and your brand because you are the brand. Oh, I love that. That's given me goosebumps. That really is so, so special. Are there any any special messages you'd like to give or advice you'd like to give to other women to help them achieve their goals? Yes, definitely. It's about believing yourself, allow yourself, yourself to take a step back if needed, Allow yourself to have a break, cry if you need to, smile, dance, and always believe in yourself because you've got the power and you can change the world. Oh, this is this is absolutely, absolutely wonderful. I don't think I can better that. <laughs> I, I'm going to call the, bring this interview to a close because it's such a fantastic ending of what you said. And I will ask, as I every time when I see you, please, will you come back and be a regular guest? <laughs> of course, I will. It's always a pleasure to meet you, Par, and to share all my knowledge, skills with everyone, if I can. Oh, it's, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you as a guest. And I know you are going to inspire so many of the listeners because you inspire me every day. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All the best. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.